Yeah, it is. <laughs> this is Blue. Welcome back. Coming up to me saying, yo, man, what's up with the underground, man? You guys old school, new school, R&B or hip hop? What should I tell them? Now this is not your average everyday rap song We won't be rocking bells to go a ding and a dong The bass drum or hip I won't be lingering on Check out the way we kick it on the microphone The funky beat is playing and we're swinging along The underground is rocking with the hip hop song The drums are ringing with the serious tone The clock this y'all, we're on the microphone Our MCs, you like the way we swing? Well listen close and make sure you don't miss a thing Don't you know that we're the microphone masters Known to MCs as the raw dog bastards We bust rhymes and write every day So listen close to the things that we say Triple slipping MCs will get verbally raped We'll send you home with that look on your face So just rock this, you can't stop this Or just rock this, try and clock this The funky beat is playing and we're swinging along The underground is rocking with the hip hop song Alright, 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 ladies and gentlemen Welcome to another episode of the Night Show Round Podcast Um, man, we got a full house today Um, damn near a full house for the most part But, um Let's go around the table and introduce uh, everybody that's here. Starting off with uh, the three brothers that we got via uh, technology, of course, but it's always a great thing. So, uh, Ant. Hello, glad to be back. All right. Jay. Yo, what's good? Glad to be here. Glad to be back. Been Uh, a minute. Brother Banks. Uh, Yo, what's good? All right. Ian. What up? Kurt. Yeah. (laughs) Raleigh. (laughs) <laughs> Good evening <laughs> And uh, me, I'm James um, Happy Black History Month to everybody uh, Thank y'all for listening Thanks for all the first times uh, People that's subscribing for the first time And listening for the first time Wherever you heard us at you know, Thanks for uh, giving us a shout out And checking us out And subscribing and giving us uh, A moment of your time um, If you haven't been rolling with us Or you haven't been rocking with us before in the past uh, please, by all means, go back and check out all the previous episodes on Spotify, iHeart, uh, Apple Podcasts. You know, download, subscribe, listen. Um, you know, give us a rating on Apple if that's where you're listening to us at as well. And uh, as well, you know, make sure you get the word out. Again, happy Black History Month to everybody out there listening. We're recording this right now on uh, Super Bowl Sunday. For whatever reason, I don't know why this year, man, I really don't, I ain't really got no real interest in the Super Bowl. I don't know. I just, I mean, I'm gonna watch it, of course, but I really ain't got no, no. I don't know. I mean, I think maybe because we was on the brink of possibly going. So you hate it? Yeah, yeah. Call it what you want. Yeah, yeah. We was on the brink of possibly going, and then all of a sudden, uh, it didn't happen. Possibly going? Yeah. Who? Us, the Browns, going to the Super Bowl. Yes. Fuck out of here, man. Okay, so this asshole don't want to... <laughs> but no, nah, like, the Browns was literally on the brink of going to the Super Bowl, I say. And, um, you know, we... You know, I'm, I'm not salty. I'm not hating. But, you know, I'm going to still watch it. I think next year it'll be, be different. But before we jump into what we're going to jump into today, let's kind of go around the, around the table and uh, get everybody's take on who they either pulling for or who they think might win. I'm going to be quick. Um, I'm taking Kansas City because... They have a black quarterback. Point blank, that's it. Okay, that's fair. And it's February, so that, that sounds about right. Black coach, um, assistant coach, but I'm going to go in order. So you got a black black quarterback or a black coach or a black assistant coach. That's all I roll with. So they got the you got a black quarterback. I'm rolling with that man. 
Fuck everything else. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, that's racist. It uh, is. <laughs> <laughs> Riley, what about you? I mean, I honestly don't give a damn. I mean, I, you know, what time the basketball game come on? Who? Yeah. <laughs> that's what I, that's all I'm worried about. Okay. Shoot, bro. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, who you got? Got the Browns. Browns. That's what I'm pulling for. That's what I'm pulling for. Banks, who you got in the Super Bowl, bro? Can't count out Tom Brady, man. Listen, I got, I got Tom Brady all the way. <laughs> okay. I respect that. I, I definitely respect that. You got your MAGA hat on, too? <laughs> all day. <laughs> Jay, who you got, bro? Man, it's it's uh it's hard for me to bet against the Political. Uh, he bets enough of them to know how to lose them and know how to win them. So, you know, uh, however, I think Mahomes is a generational talent, so... I uh I got nobody, man. I'm watching though. I'm gonna I'm gonna look for uh the trenches. That's what I'm gonna be paying attention to. Cause the quarterback is gonna show up and prove. You know that. Okay. Oh yeah, and by the way, Tampa Bay do got like all black uh coordinators and uh they do, yeah. too. They do. Okay. Black quarterback is the first level. That's another racist point. I respect it. Uh <laughs> and who you who you, know <laughs> and who you pulling for, bro? Man, I don't care. <laughs> okay. You know, if you ain't first, you last. So the Browns is last, so nothing else matters. You know, <laughs> wait till next year. Wait till next year. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Now, um, sticking with sports here, um, Raleigh and Logan basketball. Derrick Rose got traded early this afternoon. Did it? Did it? Back, no. back to the Knicks for uh, Dennis Smith Jr. Well, that's cool. Dude, back. Huh? So the, his coach reunited with his coach. That's cool. Who, uh, Thibodeau? Thibodeau. Yeah. yeah. How you feel about that? Oh, uh, that's cool. I, you know what? It, um, it's, it's well, I, I kind of feel bad. Well, <laughs> I don't feel bad for any NBA player for real because their money they're making. <laughs> but um, I kind of feel bad for Dennis Smith Jr. Um, just because it seems like he keeps bouncing around. Mm-hmm. So I don't, you know, what I mean, I don't know if it's it's him. Well, clearly it's him because they don't want not, nobody's. Investing in him mm-hmm. long term, but no, it's good for Derrick Rose. I mean, I, he's still playing. He worked himself back, you know, into into um, a respectable basketball player, and you know, I guess you could say somewhat feared at times, um, just because of his abilities. He was able to get back to some of that, mm-hmm. so um, I'm happy about that. And then with him being with his coach, he's gonna be able to kind of rock out and do his do what he do. So, okay, okay. What you got? That's good shit. You know, I saw it um, late last night. There was somebody trade. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, move on to the man. He's still in the league playing. You know, came back from all the shit he went through. Move mm-hmm. on to him. Get your money. Yeah. Hey, what you got? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, as long as he want to play. I mean, uh, I know when he got here, he was contemplating quitting, but now it seems like he want to play again. So, going back with homeboy, with Thibodeau, is, is a good thing. And the Knicks seem to be on the rise. So, it ain't the same old New York as it's been for the past 20 years. Mm-hmm. So maybe it might be the piece they need to at least be competitive uh, every night instead of most nights or some nights. It'd be nice to see. I don't know if he can still. He only played, what, 20 minutes a game, if that? Who else? Yeah. Possibly. Well, he wasn't playing a whole lot, so hopefully he go up there and, and win and he can play a little more. At least they respect his, uh, that he need to limit it, so. Mm-hmm. See what it do. Banks, how you feel about the trade? Man, I really don't have a, an opinion, man. I really uh, haven't really been paying attention to the NBA. You know, 
this yet. You know, yet to, you know, yet in years. So, you know, let's see. Got you, got you. And what you feel about it? They ain't first or they last. Yeah, from that perspective, uh, both teams still trash to me. But um, <laughs> the Knicks, I mean, Derek, uh, what's the dude, uh, Dennis Smith? He's been hurt for like two years. He don't even play like for the Knicks now. He don't get no tips. So I think he's still hurt. I'm assuming he hurt. And uh, I think Derek Rose got a little contract that he's on now based on his time in Minnesota, and that was with Thibodeau, I believe. So, um, you know, I guess he'll be all right with the Knicks, but uh, it really don't matter because we know both teams are not contenders. So, I mean, it's, it's not that relevant. That's fair. Jay, how you feel about it? I'm just glad to see D. Rose still in the league, working his way back. It's always a feel good story. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sort of with Ant. Like the the Pistons are still going to be, you know, probably in a lottery, and uh, you know the Knicks will maybe just escape the lottery. So you know, uh, he isn't an over the top piece no more for a team like that. You know, he, he's he's just making them watchable. And uh, so, you know, that'd be cool. Maybe it'd be better with two uh, watchable teams in the New York market for the NBA. That's fair. That's fair. Now, the Pistons last night, again, we're recording this on a Sunday. The Pistons last night took the Lakers to double overtime. That was kind of a surprise for some people that uh, it took LeBron to hit two clutch threes to put them away. But, you know, any given night, things can happen. So um, that team just need to go ahead and just start shipping away pieces, like get rid of, get Blake Griffin up out of there. Send him to Nobody won. Yeah, that's true. But uh do something with whatever it is they got up there. They stuck they stuck in limbo, man. With Pistons? Yeah, who that they who do you know of anybody on the Pistons team? Other than Blake Griffin? Nope. I don't. Jeremy Grant, they yeah. just signed him and he nice, but then they got a rookie named Josh Jackson too? No, they get a rookie. They got a uh light skinned point guard that they drafted this year but he got hurt. Okay. Yeah, you know I've seen Grant in person. He is—he's nice, but I mean, he, he came off the run with Denver. He got him a contract, but I mean, he putting up numbers on a bad team now. So, all right, let's um, let's turn the conversation towards uh, something that a lot of people listening can uh, benefit from, and that's uh, Uncle Joe, President Biden got the Senate and the House to approve uh, a brand new stimulus package for a lot of people around the country that can use it and can benefit from it. Um, it's a $1.9 trillion stimulus package that would include $1,400 direct payments to a lot of uh, citizens. Um, and it's still talking about the income threshold that they're debating if they want to stop it at $50,000. I know the previous ones was at seventy five. Bless you. Before the previous income stoppage was at seventy-five thousand, but uh, this one right here is being rumored at fifty thousand. And um, if everything goes through, it might get approved this week, possibly. Um, if it goes through, they were saying that direct payments could start shipping out a week after the um, the approval goes through. So let's get one of the our political correspondent on the panel. To uh, <laughs> chime in first, 
uh, Jay, how you feel about this, and what's your what's your opinions of it, bro? You know, I'm glad that I'm glad the government's doing something. I uh, I wish it was something more sustained rather than these like one time things. The issues that the COVID. Um, uh, crisis has brought up with, with hunger, with housing, uh, automation. You're going to be hearing a lot about that this year because a lot of companies are figuring out how to how to you know limit their liability by having less people per se working in 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 close proximity to each other, and they're replacing them with you know streamlined IT technologies and machines. Um, so there's all these other th- things going on. So I really. Uh, in a perfect world, in my perfect world, in my opinion, something a little bit more sustaining, um, you know, at least through the interim for, you know, more American families. You know, the thresholds, to be honest with you, I think are just political statements. You know, I don't, I'm not really sure that, you know, if there's that 50,000 or 75,000 or 150,000 that, 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 uh, um, you know, because you, you can make an argument for folks, depending on where you live. Uh, you could be literally in New York City and, and, and be a quarter million dollar family and live check to check and and be on the verge of, you know, um, being behind on rent and things like that, uh, where you could also be that same family, the same amount of people could be a $75,000 family in, say, Oklahoma and, and you know, not be check to check. Uh, so, you know, I think a lot of those, uh, I think a lot of those, uh, um, you know the thresholds and things like that are more political statements than actual sort of center policy. But uh, I'm just glad they're doing something. What I'm more excited about is uh, you know just to leave the states and and all those other things that they're talking about doing. So I think that's where you know you're going to see the next crisis in the state expanding to do all these vaccinations and all these kind of things, um, and schools and getting back open and things like that, which are going to be the, the, the center of, of our economic activity for many regions. If schools aren't working and parents can't afford childcare, which many of us on this, on this uh, pod know is, can be extremely expensive in itself, you know, getting schools back open, getting schools adequate funding uh, to maintain open and, and be safe and all those kind of things, I think is critical. So I'm more excited about that than the actual, you know, checks going out. Okay, okay. Banks, how you feel about it? No, I tend to agree with uh, Jay. I think, uh, you know, definitely a benefit for individuals to get checks in their hands. But uh, I think more important is you know what he was able to carve out for small businesses and you know states um, getting schools back open and things of that nature um, you know I think you know we'll, we'll see we'll see what happens I think uh, you know the first win for the Biden team so we'll, we'll see what happens going forward okay okay and how you feel about it man if you live in check to check on a uh, quarter million dollars that's your own fault that ain't <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, to me, it's the same thing. I mean, like two or three stimulus was already passed, you know. So I, I don't think it's such a huge thing. If it wasn't a huge thing for the last administration, it ain't a huge thing for this one. It's the same. It's the same thing, you know. Honestly, I don't know what the impact is going to be. Hey, I, you know what? I would say I, I'm. Uh, reflexively, I would I would agree with you on that, Ant. 
But you go to some of these other, you go, to, you, you go to Seattle, you go to San Francisco, you go to any of these large metros, and even more so, you know, um, um, Chicago and all these kind of places. You can have, you know, you could be, and the reason why I say, you know, you could be a quarter million family living check to check. If you're, if you're, you know, have one or two kids, you know, both parents before taxes making, you know, a quarter million. You know, in many of these places, a, a one bedroom starts at two thousand a month, twenty five hundred a month starting. You know, so that's just renting the place. That's not buying a. That's not buying a dream home. That's not buying a. You know, all those kind of things, childcare, transportation, all these other things that we all we all deal with, and you start getting that wheeled away. Uh, fine. Now again, uh, I think it's definitely easier to struggle with a quarter million rather than struggling with twenty five thousand. Uh, for family income, definitely true. But you know, you can make a economic argument that, depending on where folks are, you know, these kind of you know numbers are nothing more than arbitrary statements that could be that that the media will take and people won't get you know crucified for voting for uh, by, by by voters when they hear it. Because you know, again, I know many people they may hear like, oh, somebody is struggling with uh, two hundred grand income. You know, yeah, yeah, it seems wild if you're in a place in which the uh, a, a family is is doing well with half that. So I get it. Kurt, how you feel about it? Don't care. I'll, I'll take the free money. That's all it's about. Programs available if I get free money, I'm taking advantage of it. Fair, Riley. Yeah, I mean, shit. <laughs> Fourteen hundred dollars? Am I getting it? Yes. Am I not getting it? No. Okay, whatever. I'm. Gonna, Deal with it, you know what I mean? Act accordingly. I just, I don't think it matters, you know what I mean, that much. Um, yes, it's going to help, you know, for, for the people who really, really need it. But, um, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, if you're able to still work and you have your, your regular job or whatever, then it shouldn't really be an issue. Like, this is, you know what I mean? Two years ago, a year and a half ago, you weren't going to get it. Mm -hmm. And if you still, you know, most people have their jobs back now or, mm -hmm. you know, are getting their jobs back or whatever. Now, if you get laid off and all that stuff, then, okay, yeah, you need it. Don't make me know, never mind. Fair. Yeah. If I get it, I get it. Uh, shit, they told me I got to get, I got to file my taxes to get that last little shit they, they gave out. So, I ain't worried about it. It ain't breaking, it ain't making or breaking. Mm -hmm. It's cool to have. But all I'm going to do is put it somewhere and, and fuck around and do a project with it. So... I ain't lose. I ain't lost a job. I don't think nobody in this group has lost a job or been that fuck that hard hit by the pandemic. Maybe some hours cut here and there, but nothing, nothing big. So I don't think anybody in this group is hurting for a little funky ass fourteen hundred dollars. <laughs> so fourteen hundred dollars is gonna make a break. Anybody on the scale, it's time to reevaluate decisions being made and how you living. So if you got. Uh, what you say, quarter of a million dollars yeah. and living check to check? You really need to reevaluate what the fuck you doing. <laughs> you know, $1,400, you know, I ain't gonna do shit but, but buy goddamn groceries for a week. <laughs> so that shit, that ain't shit. So, it, it ain't shit. I mean, it's, it's nice to say, oh, we giving you something, but that ain't giving us, that ain't really giving you shit mm -hmm. unless you take that and, and make it and. and Flip it 15, 15 million times and make some money out of it. Mm -hmm. That ain't shit. It just sounds good to look good. Mm -hmm. That's fair too. I'll gladly take it though. If you're listening, 
I think he has strike a bunch of I think he has strike a bunch of good points about it as far as like you know um, what is this really designed to do and, and you know is it more to placate folks or is it more to really help folks and you know I think that's the you know when I think about the decision the optics of it and things like that um, that's what that's what it comes to mind for me because uh, I don't you're right I don't think $1,400 is going to make a difference especially a one time $1,400 payment or something like that uh, will, will it be helpful yeah yeah if you can get it take it cool cool this chain was trying to give us two grand a month or, or one or two grand a month what was that what was his name? It's Chang, the Chinese. Oh, he was trying to do a thousand dollars a month. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Andrew Yang. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, that was a monthly oh, yeah. universal basic income kind of we stuck, uh, thing. We stuck with this. Right. Uncle Joe, yeah, take forty yeah, you know, dollars for the year. This man trying to get a hundred thousand. He wanted, he wanted to pass. He's trying to give me twelve grand a year. Well, right. I mean, you know, it, 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 we'll, we'll see what happens after this one get passed. Nothing. Okay, that's fair. All right, so let's um. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have a we're gonna have a discussion about something that we ended off the last episode with that sparked a lot of controversy uh, within the group, uh, and that's the the talk of the vaccine. Now, this is the first time that we've had everybody here together to express their their agreements or their disdain as far as being for and with being for or against the uh, the vaccine. Um, now, in the last episode, it was three of us here, and we talked adamantly about not taking it and not wanting it, and I guess us three, for the most part, I mean, we'll add our, our insight, but we got, you know, the other four brothers here that didn't really get a chance to uh, speak their piece. Now, I'm going I'm to I'm start this, this conversation off with uh, Banks, uh, who has a lot of who, who, who is invested in this in this topic quite a bit um, so Banks uh, the floor is yours as far as you know go ahead and uh, start off with you know how you feel about the vaccine which we know but you know give, give you your chance to go ahead and uh, present your argument you know for it and we'll go from there yeah I think I'll you know first start by saying that you know the opinions of uh, you know folks who are against the uh, vaccine are definitely valid, right? I mean, we all know history. Um, you know, I think there's anecdotal, you know, uh, thoughts out there that, you know, uh, vaccines that are leading, you know, to, you know, all kind of uh, mental health uh, issues and uh, autism, you know, so there, there's always those, that skepticism on oh. African-Americans. <laughs> Definitely, you know, that's something that, you know, we need to be concerned about. But I do think that, you know, for this current pandemic and, you know, what we're facing, uh, not only, you know, in the black community, but, you know, holistically, you know, in the world, you know, it's very important for folks to to get the right information, uh, you know, to try to educate themselves, understand, you know, if, you know, making the choice to take the vaccine is the right choice for them and for their family. doubt that, you know, taking the vaccine has proven to be, uh, you know, a, a way to help stop spread, you know, this, you know, very, you know, transmissible disease uh, or, you know, virus. And mm-hmm. I think that, you know, it's important for folks to 
to make sure that they, uh, you know, educate themselves and, you know, try to, to make the best decision possible. Uh, we also got to look at, you know, what the staff said, you know, for our community, for, you know, black Americans, you know, it's been a very deadly and lethal uh, virus. Um, and that really has to do with a lot with the inequities in the healthcare system pertaining to black folks, right? You know, the lack of preventative care, um, you know, that black folks have access access to, you know, is a huge derivative of what's driving, you know, the disproportionate numbers that we're seeing from this particular virus. So, you know, you know, my thing is saying is that, you know, everyone's opinion is valid, you know, is it, you know, it, it's a fair statement to say that, you know, black Americans should have some skepticism with this particular virus, but I would encourage that everyone tries to, you know, get the, the best information you know, that they possibly receive uh, to make the best decision. So, Banks, let me ask you this real quick. With you being for it, can you provide at, at this moment, if not now or either later in the pod, can you provide like websites or like links that people should go to to be a little bit more educated on what the vaccine entails, um, where they can get it from and like any kind of numbers that folks might be, you know, like fearful about? Yeah, I would definitely say first start with the CDC. Uh, I think they have a lot of information out there that's, uh, you know, very useful and helpful. Uh, I would also start with the county uh, website as well, which kind of gives, you know, various um, places where the vaccine can be administered, uh, you know, your you know, government uh, agency. Um, I will also say, man, if you're looking for stats and things of that nature, like, you know, one, one place I usually go to is John Hopkins University to have a uh, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, great statistics uh, that they provide around, uh, you know, the spread of the disease and, I'm sorry, the virus and things of that nature. So, um, you know, I, I think, you know, there's a lot of information out there uh, that folks can be getting plugged into that get up. Okay, okay. Jade, how you how you feel about it? You know, I, uh, I, I, I've been very... Um, you know, I know personally, uh, you know, throughout, you know, 2020 and everything, I was calling people within my network who I knew are, you know, doing research on that specific topic or other topics and everything and just trying to get a bunch of information, uh, talking with my doctor and things like that. And so, you know, for me, when it gets to, you know, my opportunity, I plan on um, taking the vaccine. But uh, I say that to say that, um what I think we have to do, understanding the data, understanding like, you know, some of the issues within our community uh, as African-Americans and, and our history with healthcare and things like that. And it's very real. So I definitely understand the skepticism. I do. Um, I definitely understand sort of the, um, and with all the mixed messages you're hearing and things like that, I definitely understand how that could be, how, at the very least, that complicates decision-making. Uh, but what I would urge, you know, anybody that's listening to us or, and, and even us within this group, continue to go and speak to our own primary care doctors. And if you don't like your doctor, trust you, not get enough. Uh, but, um, you know, from a very local uh, standpoint of, you know, understanding your own health profile, your own unique characteristics, if you have, if, you, if you're if you a person that tend to have reactions or, or uh, uh 
allergies uh, with vaccines or deal with them, you know, those are things you need to take into account. Um, and if you're a person that have other underlying unique health characteristics and things like that, those are things you need to take into account. Because I could tell you, like, the virus is serious. Um, and and so dealing with it, uh, one thing I don't want to do is get into the same denialism that allow other that allow people to get sick uh, and spread in the first place. And I was like, oh, this isn't that serious. And I saw Facebook or I saw Instagram or I talked to such and such. And, you know, each and every single one of those uh, sources were not medical, <laughs> were not we're not people that that's what they do. That's what they research. Uh, and it was just kind of interesting because, you know, up until this year, you know, heart disease is a leading killer uh, uh, in, a, in the United States and, you know, one of the leading ones in, in African-American populations. And I rarely used to hear anybody talking about, like, man, it's hard for Dr. Trippin'. Right? They ain't about to give me, they ain't about to, they ain't about to, they ain't about to give me that to treat this, to get that. I'm, and now all of a sudden everybody is like, you know, a, a uh, epidemiologist. Uh, it's like it's like no. Let's go. Let let's go talk and let's go meet. Let's go discuss these things, epidemiologists, because well, it may fit my profile. I may be fine. I'm talking to my doctor. I may be fine. But the next person may not be with with, with maybe the vaccines that are out now. Maybe as down the line when you start looking at you know Johnson Johnson and Novamax and all this other stuff that that is going through trials, you may be a better fit for that. Either way. You know, or may not be a fit at all. But either way, I think people need to really take this serious enough to do research and not, you know, let memes or 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 you know any other conspiracies about you know microchips being put in the vaccine and all this kind of stuff. I just hear all kind of crazy stuff, man. And you know what? If, what about ism or what if uh, isms and all this? Let's get down to like really focusing in, like you know. The preventative, the lack of preventative health care, lack of access to that is really what's been driving that in our population in the first place. You know, um, and my family's been dealing with it. Um, you know, my little brother died of COVID complications last week. Um, Damn. Just straight up. Like, uh, and, uh, you know, I've sort of been shell shocked by it, but real, 37 years old. Um, now he had underlying health conditions as well, but I guarantee if this vaccine would have been out six months ago, he might have had a, you know, he might still be here right now. And so those are the kind of things that I think is very real for people. It's very real for, you know, populations that we need to really, really take into account. That's good stuff. Yeah, my, my, whole, my whole thing is like, okay, I, I, I get what you guys are saying, but how do we know? You know what I mean? Like, how do, how do you know? Uh, you're saying, you know, if, if the vaccine was out, blah, 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 blah. But you don't know if that would have, you know, made made things worse, you know, or, or you know, cured, cured some stuff or cleared some things up or whatever. Um, my my personal, uh, you know, feelings come to, come from that. Like, just there isn't enough information for me to be sure about, you know, with this vaccine. And you know it all, and a lot of it stems for me, you know, back to like, okay, there's there's other stuff out here that there's no vaccine for, and now all of a sudden there's a vaccine for something that just got here. You know what I mean? Within months. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know what I mean? For me, I'm like, okay, I'm I don't trust that because of that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, and you know all the stuff about you know the the uh, the statistics with black people and all that stuff that doesn't. 
that doesn't make or break anything for me because that's always going to be there, you know, or it always has been there mm-hmm. before the vaccine, before this uh, this virus. So that doesn't, you know, for me that doesn't that doesn't change anything. Like, how how can you how can you say that this this vaccine that they just came out with and there's three different ones that is that is completely safe, you know, uh, long term. Like that's what I'm worried about. I'm not okay. Yes, you you the band aid cool, but if I didn't if I didn't you know. Uh, Wash the bandaid off, or or put some, you know, peroxide or something on that on that wound, um, you know, or wash that wound off. Me putting the bandaid on a dirty ass wound, yeah, it's gonna feel okay for a little bit, but then after a while, I got a I got an infection brewing inside my body that I don't even know about until months later. Like that's the part that I, that that worries for me, and that's why I'm like I don't I'm not taking it yet, or if at all. Banks, you wanna uh, you wanna touch on that? I think that's a you know very valid concern, right? And I think time will tell. Like I don't think any of us on this on this pod have answered that specific question, right? Um, you know, I do know and have seen that you know they've taken the same steps as far as approving the vaccine as they've done you know other vaccines past. And that same question you know lends largely for the other vaccines that were taken today, you know, prior to this vaccine. So. You know, again, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, think any of us, you know, on this particular pod has the answer for that. But I do think that, again, you know, that's something that we need to stay connected to you know, our, our primary you know, uh, position, you know, to try to stay, uh, you know, as educated as possible uh, around the effects of that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like I said, I just, I don't think there is an answer to that. Whether, I mean, I don't, how can there be? You know, in, I don't in a think couple there's of months. An absolute, Riley. I, I really, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I don't think there's an absolute on that. Um, I think there's going to be. Look, I, I think um, they, the, the one of the reasons, though, I think we are seeing this so quickly, and what, what may be disorienting is because, yeah, you know, so we heard about this a year ago, and then all of a sudden, it's a vaccine now. Um, and and so, yeah, I think that is disorienting, but you know. Uh, reading through, and I think I would like a lot of us to go to CDC and also read through like some of that development information. I mean, a lot of us, because they had a 20 year head start uh, with, with you know, the SARS uh, outbreak. And now, again, that wasn't nothing that affected us here. You know, we was all in college and wasn't paying attention to it anyway, probably then. Uh, but they were able to develop a vaccine and do the genome and mapping it. And as soon as they saw it in China, again, they thought, like, oh, this might be. Uh, related, they did a genome map, found out it was related. So they already had a start on on the whole on the whole epidemiology of the of that of that. And so I think that's part of the reason why it's so quick. But you're right, long term and things like that. I mean, that's why I keep saying, like you know, folks, we need to be making sure we're talking to our health providers about our specific you know risk profile and health and health profile so we can make a decision on this because i think it is going to be something that you know folks need to you know definitely do before you put anything in your uh i wouldn't tell people to take a flu shot if if it's a chance you might be allergic to least probably talk to your doctor first so let alone you know a newer vaccine and so that's why i'm really hoping that people you know really glean from you know what we are to do. And you want to chime in on yeah, this? I think also to add to that. 
Go ahead, go ahead, yeah, I think also to add to that really quickly, you know, is that, you know, the, the cost for funding the research and development was already put up, you know, by the government, right? So that, that helped to kind of speed the development. And I guess that's a that plug for that money hands up. guy, you know, Trump. Uh, but <laughs> I think, you know, that helped a, that helped a lot. But I think the, the clinical trials, right? They, I mean, they went through the same precautions as far as testing in the clinical trials with this specific vaccine as they would have any other vaccine. So, uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. And you want to chime in on this? Oh, I was just, uh, I just made me a bag of popcorn. Because I, <laughs> I knew. <laughs> but my, my stance is the same. I think I said this uh, a while ago. And I don't think the people, James Banks, who were um, more of uh, vocal advocates of the vaccine than me. But, like, I, I, t- I said I was going to take it when, I, when it was my turn back then. And everything that I'm looking at, it ain't changed my mind. You know, so, I mean, now millions of people have taken it, to my knowledge, from many reliable sources. They ain't grew no extra arms. They ain't lost no toes or fingers. <laughs> None has happened. I mean, so to me, it's like any other shot. And like I said, I mean, it's, it's based on my personal experience, too, Ben, you know, in the military over 20 years. We, are, we get vaccinated with everything on the regular. And I haven't had any problems, you know. I mean... Whatever side effects that they said you would experience, like a sore arm or, you know, a breakout in the area that the shot came, like, they've been minimal, and they've been exactly what they said, and it has been no long-term effects, to my knowledge. And I guess, I mean, you never go get to 100% safety on anything. You know, we don't know anything. We don't know if we go to the drugstore and take a pill, what that's going to do. Like, so I, I, I get because of the, I guess I understand because of the, the media hype about the, the, the virus and the disease and all that would lead to people getting suspicious and if, probably if I didn't have the experiences I have, I, I, I might I might be, I probably would be more suspicious than I am now of that, but I mean you're not going to get a 100% of knowing what the future go hold, go hold with, with anything that you do or any kind of medication or, or vaccine or anything so to me, this ain't no different from a, a high-powered, you know, flu shot. Um, if most people are surviving the actual virus when they get it, um, I think I'm gonna be pretty sure that I'm going to uh, survive the uh, the vaccine uh, when I get it. So. Um, I don't see. I don't have any reason uh, 
not to take it, I'm gonna take it too. Okay, okay. Yeah, you, know, you, you wanna chime in on it? My stance ain't changed either. It, I mean, I never tell nobody to or not to take something. Just say that I won't. As long as I don't ha- absolutely have to, I don't plan on doing it, taking it. I just ask people to do their own reading, their own research, try to figure it out, not just listen to what other people say. Take all that's available to read, read it, put it together with, with uh, compared to other vaccines, other uh, other pandemics. Do your research on time limits or time uh, length of time it takes to develop vaccines, and the length of time, or compare and contrast the length of pandemics. Uh, look at some of the other all issues around. Surrounding it, not just uh, political, but look at the some of the other diseases or complications from other health concerns that contribute to some of these people catching and passing away from this pandemic. You have to look at, you can't just focus on what is here now. You have to look at what transpired leading up to it, what's going on now. And you have to think about yourself and others moving forward after it's all over. And I say that because it pretty much looked like it's over even though everybody hasn't been vaccinated because everything is opening up uh, less than a month after the inauguration. Now all of a sudden it's safe to go back outside. Uncle Joe. <laughs> what did he do in less than a month to I mean, say <laughs> kids going back to school full time down there? Uncle Joe. The curfew is lifted. Everything has changed. Uncle Joe. It's everybody's name. So if everybody's not been vaccinated, then it's safe to go back outside. Ask yourself, do it. Do I need this vaccine vaccine now? That's that's something that I need people to start looking at. Uh, Everything is increasing as far as being able to go and do X, Y, and Z. Even the stay at home, stay at home order from here has been has been changed or let let expire. We can stay out longer. We can go places. So you got to start asking yourself, God damn, I got to, I'm supposed to go get the vaccine, but I can go outside before I get it. Uncle Jack. I, I, he, 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 he killed he killed the bug like that. He, he came he, in, man. He wiped it. Everybody said, the bug said, oh shit, Joe and all this. And he packed my shit up and go. <laughs> See what I'm saying? That's, that's, this is the kind of shit right. that, that, you, I, that I personally think about when you start talking about all this. This is what I see, and then even, even the uh, common flu, regular flu, whatever. It seemed like it took, like the pandemic called the regular flu. Say, hey, nigga, I'm about to take this, take this season over, take a take a seat. And I ain't heard because usually you hear how deadly the regular flu is uh-huh. for people of yeah, certain age. Straight up, I ain't heard mm-hmm. nah shit about the regular flu in a year, all year. Yeah. To the back of the bus, man. I, I got this. I got this season. Got your old school. <laughs> <laughs> I, Tell, I, tell me how many people you know caught the flu this year. Is, we in flu. We in the middle of flu season. Uncle Joe. He, he killed the regular flu. He, he killed everything. If he killed all this shit, I'm glad he know. Because I need you to look at that shit. Because nobody has caught the regular flu that you've heard of. President you Joe ain't Biden. heard nobody say that. I, I just lost my uncle from the regular flu. Or my, my mm-hmm. grandma had the flu and she gone like you heard. You heard this last year, mm-hmm. just just a year ago. Every news story was, during flu season was always oh, is the it's the, the new strain one. of the flu is going to yeah. I ain't heard a nigga get the regular. I ain't, no, I'm I, not telling nobody to listen and believe me. 
Look at it yourself. Look at how the, the world is open. It's damn near open all the way up again. And only a, a small f fraction of the, of the population has got this vaccine. It's safe because it's available. No, it's safe because Uncle Joe came in. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so, you, so you're saying, Ian, that, that people are dying of COVID symptoms and not flu symptoms? I don't symptoms? know. I don't like know. symptoms? I don't, I'm not an expert. I'm not a doctor, a nurse. I'm not an LPN, a, what you call it, a, a RN. What's the other one? The, the nurse... Nurse, nurse assistant, I ain't the LPN, I ain't none of this shit. I ain't seen nothing but uh, Chicago Hope and the old show, yo. But I'm just looking for shit that makes, I don't want somebody to make sense of the whole shit. Two words, man. Joe. Uncle Joe. <laughs> I just need somebody to make sense of the whole shit before you ask me to do something. Because right now a lot of shit don't add up and ain't making sense. But you want me to just do something because you say it's what's best for me. Mm -hmm. Now I just ask motherfuckers to think, question, ask questions, read. Because ain't been too many motherfuckers ever told me to do something, and I just did it without trying to figure out the whys and hows and what the next step and what went on behind it. That's my two, two to ten cent on the whole <laughs> subject. Well, you know, and the other part, the other part for me is, and I stated this on the last one. That you know that you're saying is back. The vaccine is is available and it's safe or you know whatever uh, people are saying about it. And you know the first the first go round of the vaccine was for you know first responders and things like that, but nothing about the kids. So you know what I mean what what so the kids can still catch it, and the first responders and teachers are cool. To anybody, not spread it? Anybody can still catch it. The, virus, the vaccine is not stopping the virus from people getting it. Just, the thing is, you won't die from it. You so we're not worried about the kids dying? No, they got the strong immune system. That's what um, Trump said in the administration. They said the kids had a strong immune system, so the kids are fine. I know so that's, that's, that that's ain't. what I'm saying. For, mm -hmm. for me, that's, that's, I'm like Ian on that. Like That, that sparked some, some red flags for me. Like, yeah. You want me to take this, this vaccine, but you're not... Pushing for the kids to take it so they can go back, so they can go to school, or you know, what I mean, be around each other and all that stuff. But then, like you said, Ian, they opening up, they schools, schools opening back up full time now, and you're able to go back outside and do what the hell you want to. Sports is going on and all that stuff, and you know, what I mean, like so, so the, the future is not important. I, I wouldn't say that. I mean, well, I'm not saying yeah, it like yeah. that, but I'm just saying, like, you know, it, it that's what it seems like, or, or it could I be think, seeming I like. Think the, the, the issue is, is that, you know, look over the last year, I mean, just in our school district, you know, it's small, but kids aren't catching it in school around other kids. And probably because, probably a mixture of they're taking precautions and things like that, and then, um, you know, and distancing and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, the kids are catching at home. And and from what I'm seeing is, you know, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it seems like things are open. I don't feel like things are open. I still feel like, you know, there's a lot of restrictions. And I still feel like, you know, yeah, I'm not coming to go on as you please. I mean, I'm not on vacation or anything like that. We, we ain't talking see. about what your wife allow you to do. We talking about everybody else, man. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I just don't feel like I don't feel like I don't feel like nothing is I don't feel like nothing's open uh, like opened up per se as it used to be like I don't feel like we're coming and going as we please but I, I do I do see this I do see the sports bars are packed 
you know, those things are packed. And, you know, from everything we've seen, just our school district, our little small school district, I mean, kids are catching it from parents, you know, um, uh, either at work because they're, you know, their job is puts them at risk for it or from leisure, from taking it. And, I mean, so I think there is a, you know, I, I don't know if it's, it's uh, kids just haven't been, dying at, the, at, at anywhere near the rate as older folks who have uh, and people with complications and, and, and most kids tend not to have those complications. Um, the upper respiratory issues especially pop up within childhood. So I think that there's an issue there. But I mean, they are studying uh, doing, uh, they're, they're actually taking uh, in certain countries, and I think the U.S. is also doing this as well. One of the, one of the vaccine makers, so I'm not gonna name names to you know, get it wrong, but also looking at doing studies, clinical trials for uh, kids under 16. And so I think I think that stuff is coming. But again, like like Banks was saying, you know, that's just that's just how immunizations are are done. Uh, I mean, that's just, you know, it always starts usually with adults and you know trials, 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 and and, and you know here we are. So I don't know if that's been I don't know if that necessarily in itself is something that's different. Uh, but I, I do think the media talk of the of the, of the coronavirus has changed since January twentieth, um, and, and so. But I think we all know that you know uh, media could tend to be <laughs> skewed in whatever direction or not. You know, I mean, people as I hear how about Fox, I hear the same thing about it as NBC, or you know, uh, and more 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 so CNN over the last few years now. So I mean, I think you know again. Uh, that's why we always talk about COVID. For me, it's like, man, go talk to your doctor. Go talk to your local health officials. You know, for some of us who, who had the opportunity and options to go to college, call up, you know, you, you, you know, I played with dudes in college who are doctors and, and, or, and researchers and things like that now. And I hit them up on, on text messages or Facebook and be like, you know, what do you think? And, you know, and get and from people you trust. I mean, whatever we got to do, just get the information from people you trust. Because I think there's a lot of what you guys are saying is valid. Um, and I think we should be skeptical, especially as being black people. We should be skeptical. Um, you know, but, you know, definitely make sure we're going to get that information for ourselves, for our particular situation. Because it's real. People dying. You should put me in line with the kids. I'll take it with the, with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> all right so that anybody else got anything they want to add on the on the vaccine talk well sure like um my mother took it my grandmother took it and i know i spoke to a couple of um friends that are nurses they all took it and, um i was still on the fence you know i had a, a conversation with a family member oh shit that's the drug addict <laughs> so if a crackhead said they want to take the vaccine I'm getting a line too because they know something. <laughs> if a crackhead is scared about it and want to, you know, take themselves after take a crack, I'm gonna line up. Yeah, but they might be taking the vaccine for yeah, another reason. You got to think about what a crackhead is willing to do to get a crack, though. But I'm saying they see the, the, the benefits of. They don't have no fear. They gonna be around longer to have more crack. Nah, man. That's, <laughs> oh, they might be. That's they might be taking the vaccine. Give me some more, man. I, <laughs> man. I'm, I'm vaccinated. I ain't never took no life logic from no crackhead. I'm sorry. They speak some real shit. They know, they know the words of the street. When they high, yeah. Real shit come out their mouth. 
True or false? False. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. real, man. They speak some real logic. So I'm, I like. So I'm I always said I was gonna take it when um I had to when I take my start traveling and everything like that. My, my stance haven't changed. Like I'm, I'm not gonna jump in the front of the line to take the shit. But like if I had to go ahead and get vaccinated to leave the country, which I'm doing, I have trips lined up already. I'm gonna do it. But like I'm not really worried about the vaccine, anything to do with it, you know. Because I said my my mother took it. She spoke with doctors. I know doctors and nurses. Everybody can go for um perspective about it. So like my thing is I'm gonna take what they got because my mother took hers about two months ago, and um, my nurse friends they took theirs about a couple weeks ago. They've been doing all right. So I'm gonna take the same shit they took, so I know it's okay. The whole new batch, bro. Well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Should have got in line with that. Oh, too late. Oh, All right. Well, that, that, that pretty much reach into them, reach into them uh, networks, folks, or you know anybody, anybody you know people trust this on a daily basis <laughs> and, and get the information. Like Harmon just said, he going to people he trusts in his network, except for crackheads, you know. And, and, and that's the decision. Though. I feel it. <laughs> All right. Well, that pretty much wrap up that talk about <laughs> the vaccines. Um, you know, a lot of people, everybody on the panel, everybody on the pod gave good advice. Um, everybody on the pod gave uh, good advice. Um, you know, consult your physicians, consult somebody that you know, um, except crackheads, and um, just, just, just don't, don't, don't take that advice from me. What's that crackhead you hang, hang with on uh, Buckeye? First off, I ain't never hang with a crackhead on Buckeye. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's get that straight. Who's this person? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you know. <laughs> So we're going to go around the table real quick. Anybody want to, um, but before we wrap up, uh, one thing that I want to do for the rest of this month is anybody that on the, on the pod that has anybody that they know that, that's, that has a black owned business, uh, whether it's landscaping, snow removal, painting, finances, you name it. Um, we're going to plug them at the end of these episodes so that you can go out, support black businesses, not just in the month of February, but going forward. So as we get ready to wrap this up, we're going to go around the table real quick. And uh, anybody that you know that you want to plug, be it yourselves, um, you know, go ahead and shout them out. So, um, Jade, I know you got a part here in a second. You go ahead first, bro. Uh, I, uh, you know what? I'm going to keep this very, very close to home. Uh, the Thornton Buckeye Group uh, is a public affairs firm. Uh, deals with government relations, political consulting, uh, brand and event management. Uh, it is um, it is in its fifth year of business now, um, and it is owned uh, by the principal, my wife, Crystal Davis, and um, she and her team brings you know over fifty years or so of uh, just direct political, government, and public policy background, and. Uh, you know, have clients in uh, everything from hospitality to nonprofit philanthropy, environmental work, and then uh, also uh, state and local government. So, uh, if you're looking for help on just getting into the and either getting into politics, managing politics, managing policy, managing your brand, and communicating to stakeholders and interest groups, Thornton Buckeye Group. Tell the people where they can, uh, how they can contact the uh, Thornton Group. Thornton Buckeye Group dot com. So that's uh, uh, T H O R N T O N Buckeye C K E Y E Group dot com. All right, all right, appreciate it. Uh, Banks, anybody you want to you want to push? Stark Water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 
Smart, smart choice. Hey, hey. It is. And anybody you want to push or promote? Uh, President Joseph R. Biden is in office. <laughs> please, uh, please support him and his quest. He's going to need it. <laughs> okay, I mean, I, he did say he owed a huge, uh, huge uh, gratitude to the black community for getting him in office. You ain't, you ain't black if you ain't voted for Joe. There, uh, <laughs> there, there it is. There it is. Famous words. I ain't shit the black community yet. Yeah, it's too early. Don't do that. Uh, Riley, who you want to push? Uh, well, obviously my own my own business. Start, um, start Cleveland is my Instagram. That's S T A R S T A R K Cleveland C L E V E L A N D. Um, you can find me on Twitter. I am the Start Guy. Uh, the other business that I would like to promote is also uh, one of my own that I uh, partner with, uh, Push Through Athletics. So anybody who's look, that's looking for any basketball training, um, we actually have a President's Day clinic coming up on uh, next Monday. So yeah, any any basketball training you know you're looking for, we got we we, brought, we provide services for kids of all ages, uh, starting as young as four. And as old as professional, um, and that's push through athletics, P U S H T H R U athletics. Um, you can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, push through athletics.com is our website. Any basketball trainer that you need, we got you. We have a bunch of training videos on there. Uh, we do travel uh, for the right price. So, uh, Banks, when you get your kids ready, we're going to come on down to, down to Arizona. And, um, Let's do it. You know, we'll, we'll, run a, we'll run a clinic for, your, uh, for the country club. There you go. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, I want to shout out my boy uh, Wayne McPherson, who's doing something real big for the uh, black community um, as far as like financial literacy. Um, he's helping a lot of folks get in line, you know, as far as investing, saving, um, so on and so forth. Um, you can... Uh, find out more about his company is called uh, Fig Investment Group um, and you can find them at uh, www.figinvest.org um, you can email them as well um, at info I mean it's info at figinvest.org um, and also too you can find them on Instagram um, at figinvest you know with the recent ups and downs of the, the stock market a lot of a lot of black folks have gotten um you know, interested in stocks and finances and things like that. So I would definitely hit him up, uh, him and his team up to find out, you know, different opportunities and chances that you can invest in and how to, you know, get a little bit more financial literacy. So that's always a, a good company to check out as well. Kurt. Yeah, of course, you know, Diamond Music Group, diamondmusicgroup.com is the place to find me. Um, take care of all your musical needs. Also, um, a lot of stuff came out with um, a lady who designed her studio, her, her home studio. So, like, I guess I'm an architect now, you know, st- studio building, shit like that, about to take over now. Um, always looking for singers, uh, male, female, pop, R&B, gospel. The engineering thing is starting to take off quicker than I thought, because I have, I have a show um, on the 12th in Akron um, at the Bar Barmacy. It's, a, it's an all-female comedy show. Um, come check it out. I'll be engineering that and have a couple of 
gospel concerts lined up that somebody wanted to produce and engineer also. So things looking good so far. And I ain't really stuff that's falling in my lap. So I'm, I'm gonna take it and receive it and share the wealth with everybody else. I'm not sure if selfish with it. So if I eat, everybody else eat. Let me get 1400. Got it. <laughs> you have my 1400, I don't need it. <laughs> Ian, who you wanna push, bro? Uh, I'm gonna say push rewind and uh, listen and write down everybody what everybody else said and actually use it. That's 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 good good advice. All right, so as always, we want to thank each and every one of the listeners for uh, subscribing, listening, first time listeners. Thank you for finding us. Um, however you found us, you know, continue to pass the word around. Make sure you get the message out to everybody. Um, this podcast is taking over. Is 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 blowing up. Uh, seemingly overnight without any advertisement but that's all about to change here uh, in a little bit uh, also to be on the lookout for the social media handles to be uh, up and running here shortly more more about that to start to emerge in the coming weeks so you can find us um, as we start to reach more and more listeners but as always thank y'all for finding us subscribing listening on iHeartRadio which it seems like a lot of y'all have been subscribing through iHeart uh, God bless y'all for listening Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, if you have been listening on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to go and give us a five star rating. Leave your comments as well. As always, this episode and every episode is sponsored by Stark Energy, Stark Cleveland, where you can find all your CBD, fusion waters, joint inflammation pills, alkaline waters, things like that to stay in shape, get in shape. And um, help your immune system as well. That's that's most important, right? Yes, it is. No vaccines over here. <laughs> <laughs> and um, also, too, I want to thank each and every last one of the brothers that uh, um, participated in today's episode. Um, as always, again, you know, uh, happy Black History Month to everybody that's listening. Uh, black, white, otherwise, um, black history is American history. We wouldn't be here today to be able to broadcast to be there Curtis gave us another one um, we wouldn't be here um, if it wasn't for what our ancestors did before us um, so as always we will talk to y'all next week um, you want to add something? yeah I just want to um, give a shout out to uh, the country club for allowing Banks to join us today and um, I want to say a special thank you to Jay's wife Crystal for allowing him uh, to participate this uh, afternoon um, hopefully we'll see them again in the near future. Well, thank you. So <laughs> <laughs> all right. So thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for checking us out, subscribing, liking, and following. And uh, we'll talk to y'all soon. Thank y'all. God bless and uh, happy Black History Month. On my way to Bootsy Bella with hella the hoes. Try and think what I'ma tell them when they get alone. I'm a glutton for women I shouldn't yearn for Shouldn't be tempted, but baby, I like to hurt Or maybe cause I was searching, I found me the perfect person But me and her didn't work out, she buried what you work for And I carry the bitterness of a cola nut Now, Jerry and shit, my parents never showed much Womanizer probably could have been a feminist Cause I respect them, but Lord, I got polygamy problems The hoodie come from Bonnie's, spending money is therapeutic The way this shit, they don't think that you care to buy So we buying Prada, Balenciaga like it is not a Enough of Ari, my favorite's God and tax problems Pierre Moss, I dropped 10 on my last visit And half that up in sacks, our favorite black businesses Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black Yeah, uh-huh, yeah Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black Yo, 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 look, look Sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black Spent about two racks on handmade do racks Sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black I 
Cause everybody from sports to college class to rap and rap My second album, how was you sleeping? Dropped the album with Seinfeld, they thought I was tweaking. I'm proud for them genius. I'm flying with Lena, I'm riding with Nina. One right for the shy, one right where I need her.